0: This is the University of Georgia Griffin News, brought to you over WKU AM 1450, 102.3
1: FM, The Rock 88.9 FM, and streamed live on WKURadio.com. This program is to update our listeners on the many and exciting things at the University of Georgia Griffin, with Dr. Lou Honeycutt and his guests. The program was made possible by Frank and Carolyn Harris of Round Oak Resources Tree Farms and Murray and & Company Realtors. And now today's program with Dr. Lou Honeycutt. Good morning, Griffin, Griffin Campus and surrounding area. I'm sorry I'm hearing people, not, not the, the, the show, but we'll get started here. Um, I am Annika, and welcome into the Griffin Campus News. I apologize for the shaky start. Um, we are glad to be back here with another show. We're doing it a little bit different in another studio today, um, but we have a great, another great show for you just like we always do, and we will get started right with it we 're going to talk academics today we 're kind of quickly running down uh, to my last show, which we 've got a few more left, but so i 'm glad to have the academic program here programs here today plus. We have a student here with us today, who I'll introduce in a moment, who is with the Student Advisory Council, so we can get the students' input on what's going on on campus as well. So my guests today are Crystal McDowell, who is the Assistant Director of Student Affairs, Melissa Gordon, who is the Assistant Director of Academic Affairs, and I.K. Ogwadina, who is the, a Student Advisory Council representative and just all-around good guy. So, <laughs> And this is his first time on the show. It's not the rest of y'all's first time. So welcome to the show. Thank you. thank you and so and we'll leave IK for the last so he can hear what y'all do but as we always do and, and and everyone's heard y'all story a million times but this will be a million and one so Melissa Gordon let's start with you tell us how tell us your life story and how you got to this point how you got to this chair this morning
0: This morning,
2: okay. (laughs) Uh, Well, my name is Melissa Gordon, and I probably am boring at this point. Um, I I live in Thomaston, Georgia, and um, but I've been working in the Griffin area for quite some time. I've been with the University of Georgia Griffin campus for going on two years now. uh, And prior to being here um, working at at this campus, I worked uh, with the Technical College System right across the street at Southern Crescent Technical College for about seventeen years. Uh, So higher ed is. Kind of in my blood, um, but I live in Thomaston. Um, I'm surprised Tony's not in here making fun of me. I'm married to um, one of Upson Lee's football coaches, he's laughing at me now. So, yes, I was at the football game last week. Um, <laughs> um, we did lose to Griffin, oh. um, <laughs> and I have two kids. I have a freshman who's a, a son who's a freshman at Georgia College this year, I have a high school junior, and I have a fourth grader. So, life is always interesting.
1: Life is busy. That's mm-hmm. what's good. See, sure. boring. There's nothing boring no. about that. No, no. <laughs> all right, Crystal, let's turn to you. So again, so not boring at all, but same with you. Um, sure. Tell us from start to, not finish. Ooh, I was going to say finish, but we don't want you to finish today. Yeah. <laughs> start till now. How you got here?
3: Well, good morning, everyone. Um I am also from Thomason, Georgia, born and raised, Uh, UL, go Knights. So um, after uh, graduating high school, I went to Wake Forest University, go Deeks, right, Tony? And... uh, then I did undergraduate and graduate work uh, there at um, at Wake Forest University in Winston Salem, North Carolina, and then I came um, back home to teach actually at Upson Lee High School, and then I transitioned into uh, Clayton County Schools, and um, then I transitioned into after working with the community for a stint, I transitioned into higher ed about 2007. So uh, it's been a great ride um, every since. So about 12 years here um, at um, in higher ed. Um, I was at a previous college, and then but I'm. Um, Finishing up my fifth year, November will be five years complete, that I've been at the University of Georgia uh, Griffin campus um, as an employee, and then um, we're not going to talk about how long I've been a student there, because <laughs> it will end May 2020, and Yay! so, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So a couple more months. Yep, IRB approved and everything, so we're, we're uh, researching now to complete this wonderful dissertation, so, and then I will be a, a true um, bulldog, not just one that I'm employed with, but one that I will have graduated from. Absolutely,
1: so. you'll be able to walk under the arch. Yes, Athens, yes. Which- <laughs> you know, there's a there's a large amount of wear on the concrete under the arch, but there's also a lot of wear on the concrete <laughs> around it because, like people like me, can't walk under it. But, That's right, um, and I abide by that rule every time yeah. I, I walk walk by there. Same
4: here um,
1: for for people who may not know, everybody here knows. There's an incredible arch, in Athens has kind of become the symbol of the University of Georgia. And if you've graduated from there, you can walk under it. If you have not graduated from Georgia, you're not supposed to walk under it. So you have to walk around it. But many people just walk through it anyway, which I do not ever do that. Okay, let's move to IK now, student. So tell us your life story. Um, You don't have a Georgia accent, so I I know you've come from somewhere else. (laughs) But tell us how you got to this point. And then with you, I want you to kind of talk about some future plans, because I know you've already got some future plans going.
4: yeah. Um, so everyone will have to forgive me for my accent. I love your accent. Oh, no, no, no way. So, um, I was born and raised in Nigeria and, um, my parents are pharmacists. And so, um, I grew up working by my mom in the pharmacy cause she had her own practice. And from there I learned, you know, uh, you know, how she interacted with people and I just loved what, he, what she did. And I said to myself, Oh, I was going to do something in the sciences. Um, Initially, I started off thinking I was going to go into pharmacy like them. But I wanted something a little bit deeper, you know, um, that gets towards more of of research to an extent. And so I had my first degree from the Federal University of Technology in Nigeria. Um, And I studied biochemistry there. Um, I graduated and... You know, the, the natural thing with Nigerian parents is, oh, you know, you're a smart guy, go do medicine. Or <laughs> <either> go to- <laughs> That's American um, parents, that- too. <laughs> 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 That's the biggest ever, ever parent. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I uh, did a lot of research online, and I spoke to a couple of professors, including a professor here in the University of Georgia. And he introduced me to the world of food science and how it encompasses all aspects of science, you know. So chemistry, the microbiology, the engineering, it all comes together in the study of food. And I got really interested in this because he studies lipid biotechnology. And I said, oh, I, I want to do something like this. And so I applied, um, I came here, and I, I had a master's from the University of Georgia, um, studying with Dr. Ines Ortega, um, basically on parasitology, food parasitology. Um, and right now I've transitioned to a PhD, which is exciting. Exactly. <laughs> and we're still on the journey. Um, but ultimately, um, I see myself being a global food safety director in a multinational company. Okay. Um, just because... I've become somewhat immersed in the world of food science and you know the safety of the food supply and and everything around that so um, I see myself as a leader in the food safety sphere and that's where I think I'm headed.
1: That's incredible and, yes. and the fact that you're working with Inez Ortega who who for those who haven't heard that name before I don't know you must have been hiding under a rock somewhere because she is talk about internationally connected and known yes. in the field of parasitolo- food parasitology yes. and many other uh, components yes. so it's an incredible and person yeah, to get to work you with.
4: Know, and, and It's interesting because you know, I had my masters under, under her mm-hmm. and right now I'm getting a Ph.D. on Diabacteriologist um, Dr. Dev, Dev Kumar Sure, Oh, somebody. he's been on the show Exactly, so <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, a, a wide berth in terms of of research for me and experience, you know, with research Oh, absolutely,
1: and that to me that's like the, one of the greatest things you're doing is kind of broadening that, that exactly. true experience that you get and let me tell you, uh, Dr. Dev Kumar is one of the funniest people I know <laughs> <laughs> I was so happy to when he volunteered to come on the show, which not everybody volunteers to come on, and I I had uh, Elizabeth call in and say I don't know this I haven't I've only met him once. Yes, will he be okay? And and the person in the building said you won't have a problem at all. <laughs> he had us laughing the entire time, which is something I like to do because a lot of times people believe researchers don't have senses of they sit sit in a lab and look at a microscope True. all day long True. and they're grumpy and couldn't be further from the truth so and then I also applaud you you are so articulate and I I absolutely believe you'll be an international leader very quickly Thank you. because and you are we can line people up behind you all day long but you are a great example of how incredible the University of Georgia Griffin campus is so I applaud your efforts and everything that you're doing you can pay me later (laughs) okay so let's talk about a lot of things today but let we we hope to have an ambassador here but Crystal could you talk a little bit about the Ambassador Program before we do the, the Student Advisory Council part?
3: Sure, sure. Um, the um, the uh, UGA Griffin Ambassador Program um, is a phenomenal program. The advisors are uh, Faye Chapman, uh, Marianne Fortuna, and Kathleen Chumbly. And one of the, th- excuse me, Kathleen Chumbly Freeman, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Kathleen was one of our students. Right? <laughs> she was one of our. She actually used to be the uh, president of both organizations. Exactly. So she's now one of our coworkers. But, but long story short, um, the ambassadors are really serve the campus in great ways. Particularly when the community visits our campus, they are uh, the, the hands and feet when it comes when it comes to welcoming um, folks to campus. Sure. They partner with the Student Advisory Council on some of the activities that we have on, on campus. And again, just a, a phenomenal group of students. I think they're up to like eleven students. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay. which is a really uh, good number uh, for that uh, group. And, again, um, the advisors do a great job of of, um, of supporting those students. They meet, I think, biweekly. Yeah. And, again, their goal is to uh, really welcome um, and be really the concierge of, of our campus when in important people and when we have really great events on campus, such as graduation and, and things of that sort.
1: That's mm-hmm. awesome. And then so there's one – critically distinct way you could tell an ambassador <laughs> from a SAG member, a Student Advisory Council mm-hmm. member, yeah. anybody walking on campus, they might not know it, but what's that one big difference? The red
3: jackets are the <laughs> ambassadors. <laughs> the black jackets are the <laughs> totally. uh, Student Advisory Council. <laughs> but I tell you, the
1: fact that they even say the word jacket, it's great. When, when these students are involved, it's very professional. Mm-hmm. It's an incredible awesome. introduction to people that come on campus to our campus. And they do just, they run cart. They take people on carts. Mm-hmm. They do everything yeah. that We're takes to welcome people to campus, so we applaud that. Okay, so let's talk um, the Student Advisory Council, and Crystal, you are the advisor for Student Advisory Council. Sure. So let's talk about, and then we'll flip over to to IK to, to... uh, add to that too but talk about student advisory council yes
3: yeah, student advisory council um i actually uh, co advise it with misty smith she's come on right. board to be one of our um, advisors as well and they really are the hands and feet um, of the student activities most of the student activities that occur on the campus um not only do they come up with some of the great and cool ideas and i know rk can talk about some of the great events that they've had um, particularly last semester but they also carry it out they um plan it they think of well they they design it, they plan it, and um, they just tell me how much money it is, and, and we, we, we go to Walmart. And <laughs> That's and funny. That's my job too. I just all I hear is thinking, hey, I
1: have this much money. <laughs> exactly. Right? So,
3: so they really do uh, a great job of building the campus culture, you know, and, and, and creating a sense of campus community um, um, as well. So, um, really great, um, great students. I think Ike is a well. He's a, an epitome of the UGA Griffin student, you know, as a as absolutely a by being so dedicated. To to his studies but um, they really do a great job of building um, the community the campus community the student engagement so they, they drive a lot of that on, on the campus that's
1: incredible so I okay, can't let's talk talk to me with a busy schedule <laughs> as a master's student now a PhD student <laughs> it, it takes some effort to do something outside of the lab and classes and, yes. and everything else that you're doing yes. why did you decide to do and how long have you been a student affairs or student advisory council member
4: well for a year I'm running okay. right now um, I've always loved being in leadership positions, you know, in some way or fashion. Um, I mean, not necessarily as the as the president of the organization, but I love to be involved in what's going on around me um, on campus. And so it started with me being involved with the soccer games exactly. on campus, which, which I, w- I love. We're going to talk about way. that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And so he helped me um, interact with the professors and faculty on there and i wanted to be more involved as a student um because i just didn't want to i wanted to have the full experience as a griffin student not just um the the work as a researcher sure. but you know uh, the, the as a whole you know as a student and the community and so i joined the student advisory council and we came together and we've had a lot of lovely events um, for me, community has always been something important to me. I mean, coming from Nigeria, there's a lot of community-mindedness in, okay. in the society. And so I wanted to have a, um, um, a way of bringing the faculty and um, the staff and the students together as much as possible um, and foster, I want to use the word, camaraderie between sure. everyone. <laughs> and yes, and that's what we've tried to achieve. Um, And so, of course, you you know about the events we've had. The the soccer event, I mean, the sports event was a very big one for me because I love sports. And I think that's one thing everyone can come together on. Um, And so... um, and beyond that, we've had um, the taste of diversity. Which was know, an incredible which, which was event. an incredible event. Yep. So as much as possible, we try to have events that bring students, that bring staff together. You know, something to make the campus um, um, environment lively and welcoming and enjoyable for everyone. Sure.
1: And so two things you mentioned. Let's talk the, the taste of diversity first. It was a great event last, what was it, April? I can't remember. It was yeah. last spring. <laughs> Time <laughs> runs together. <laughs> yeah, but, exactly right. Right. but anyway, the greatest thing about, we have, and I think, and I haven't looked at this semester but mm-hmm. we're somewhere around 25 to 30 countries represented on campus yes. which to me is incredible yes. and something to certainly brag about well we I say we y'all not me I didn't do any of it <laughs> that's K&A but y'all set up an event where um, students Um, Faculty, other staff, other people could bring representative foods from their country, and we would all sit and have a meal. And so, like, we contributed uh, fried chicken and potatoes Mm -hmm. and all, you know, the American (laughs) kind of food. But we had, I, I don't know how many contributed, but it was an incredible array of different foods from yes. around the world, yes. and I'm—I I'm, think I sampled them all. I can't remember, but yes. it, it was everything was very good. Yes. But even more than that was just everyone sitting and visiting. A lot of times we all get so busy mm-hmm. that we don't take time to just sit and, and get to know the people around us. Exactly. And that was the laughing. And the, in fact, it got so loud in there, you <laughs> couldn't hardly hear people talk. <laughs> That's a great thing. Yes. So I applaud y'all for for setting that up and, and getting that to happen. And then the second thing you mentioned, which we've got to—we'd be remiss without talking about—is soccer. Yes. <laughs> you know, the real football, if you will. Right. Um, because when I've watched, I do not play because I can't play, and I y'all would kill me in a moment, but it is almost like World Cup quality kind yes. of play, and it's with retirees, exactly. community members, staff, students, exactly. and it is cutthroat. I mean, it is very competitive. So let's talk about that a little bit, and then yes. you're, by spring there will be another something coming that may help that out, right? Yes, yes. Just <laughs> talk soccer for a minute.
4: So um when I I came on the Griffin campus, I I loved the soccer body. Um, in fact, there's someone I find very impressive on, um, the, on the team, um, C.J. C.J. Chang, retiree, retiree is, exactly. He's, he's, he's over 70 and he's so strong and, you know, kicks the ball around. And so it's, it's something that brings... You know, everyone together, basically, we all play together, and afterwards, we all share laughs and, you know, pat each other on the back for playing such a nice game, (laughs) and, you know, we have a a nice time. For me, it's been a way of knowing um, some professors and, you know, some people on the staff closely. Um, An example is Musi, Dr. Musi. Oh, sure. Um, He's an excellent player, and, you know, through that, I got to know him on a personal level. Um, And so we're excited that it's something that had been there before I came, and it's something that is going to be there for a long time, you know, because everyone is so supportive, Sarah, um, Musi, CJ, you know, everyone comes together to make it happen. And we're excited that we're going to have a permanent field (laughs) right now. (laughs) And we hope it's going to expand and we're going to have more people joining because soccer is a fun sport. And beyond that, it's just um, the sense of coming together and having laughs and, you know... um, making jokes around the gameplay and how someone was dribbled on the ball and, you know, laughing around it. So it's something I look forward to. Sure. Uh, it's
1: been, it's a great social aspect to the yes. campus. And, and what's interesting, the three names you mentioned, it's so indicative of how great it is because you mentioned CJ C. J. Chang, who yes. is an incredible retiree, yes. you know, a little older than me, and I would not go out on the, the field with him because he would <laughs> run <laughs> circles around me. Out loud. You mentioned Moosey Hopta-Solasi, Selassie, yes. is a crop soil scientist yes. uh, on campus. Incredible per- and great soccer player, yes. too. But then you mentioned Sarah Moon. She works for the, universe, or the USDA, yes. the yes. Department of Agriculture yes. of the United States isn't even, isn't a campus employee, she's a USDA yes. employee, but still it bridges that gap exactly. and helps it, those interactions as well. Exactly. And then it was Moosey who came to me, doctor Hopta Selassie that came to me. and. Said, how? What it, is there? Just no way to to make something a little more permanent? Because y'all play in a slanted yard exactly. in the front of a building exactly. with some kind of put together goals, yes. and, and I'm like, absolutely. Come up with a budget, figure out how we're going to pay for it, and let's do it. And so, um, with a whole lot of people donating things mm-hmm. and coming up with ideas and a little bit of money spent. Um, south of Food Pick, by short short period of time, but certainly won't be ready probably till spring with yes. the turf coming in. Yes. But um, we will have a quasi permanent. I mean, if somebody gives yes. us like hundred million dollars to build a building, we'll have yes. like to move it somewhere else. Yes. But. <laughs> Until yeah, that happens, yeah, exactly. which it could be forty exactly. years from now, but it could
2: look. it could be the soccer that brings the people yeah, for the yeah, building. Yeah, so therefore, you mean, may I need mean, to keep
4: it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> even even beyond that, there are other sporting activities yeah. on campus: ping pong, um, competitive um, com- ping pong. Yes, you know. And for me, it's a way of having people. Come together, students, faculty, and um, staff. You know? And
2: it's a universal
1: language.
4: It's a universal I mean, language. yeah, it's <laughs> soccer, <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, ping so. pong too. I, I mm-hmm. was had to be in Athens the day y'all had the ping pong tournament, but I saw a video and heard. <laughs> it, I wouldn't have. I was going to play had I been here. Crystal, and I no. played in the <laughs> SLC one day. I'm pretty sure I beat uh, you. No, I don't think. That. <laughs> <laughs> well, you but you tell it like that. <laughs> <laughs> but watching the video of it was two stu- or a tech and a student. I can't remember the. Uh, it was like competition, yes, ping pong, so yes. but that's great, but it does bring that camaraderie and, and a different aspect of campus life which yes. and again, it's the same thing that I like to do with this show is bring people on where the listening group or listening audience can see that we're just people. Exactly. We, we, we do other thi- we do other things than just research exactly. and, and we're not secretive. I mean it's just it's a very open yes. Um, uh, area and open place out there, so so that's that's great. Yes. Well, Melissa, I have not been leaving you out purposely. Let's, uh, let's I'm shift. fine. I'm it, listening. Let, let's <laughs> shift a little bit down. Let's talk academics, which we need to do, and then we'll come back and talk SAC. But let's talk um, kind of things you're looking at right now. I know we're a person down because we had a broken a broken wrist come about. But so I know you're going to be out and about running probably more than you always do, which is way more than you need to. But. Well,
2: look, you know, I was out yesterday. I, unexpectedly, I was at an event at Mercer. Okay. And um, I'm, I, I got enough to do in my office. I, I, I want sure. you to know that. Sure. I, I have I plenty do. to do. And so I was a little stressed having to be out <laughs> yesterday. I'm like, oh, my goodness, I'm getting behind on everything. But it was an amazing experience for me to be at – it was a career expo at Mercer University on their Macon campus. Um, I'll be honest, I didn't read my instructions well in my mind. I thought I was going to a graduate fair. So I had all kinds of stuff for our graduate programs. Sure. Get there and realize, uh uh-oh, career fair. I got all kinds of people coming. Uh, but I had some really interesting conversations, not only with the students and the alumni there at Mercer University, who largely did not know about our campus and the programs that we offer, because Mercer attracts people from all over. Sure. And many people didn't know where Griffin was, so I got okay. to educate some go. people at That's... that point. Um, but, you know, Mercer has a medical school, and so talking about our microbiology degree and talking about the multiple centers on our campus, many of them will probably continue to be Mercer students, but sure. are like, hey, can I just come visit? of course you can. So it was an awesome opportunity to tell the story of our campus to people who just didn't know about us. Um, Additionally, I had the opportunity to interact with a lot of potential employers um, because it was a career fair. I was surrounded by colleges of Mercer, obviously, but I also had multiple employers who were looking for people with agribusiness degrees, with the environmental resource science degree, with a general business degree. So I was able to make a lot of those connections that hopefully for many of our current students and alumni we may have some potential employment for you sure. So, and built some, some new um, some new connections. So it was exciting. Um, so, yeah, you know, a little different right now. But, you know, I, I do want to mention that we have some events coming up. Um, you know, I, I, I've realized over the past two years uh, I've got to see some students come in. Some of them were here when I got here. But the students sure. that come in, I know them before they get here. <laughs> and then it's like they get here and it's like, they don't know me anymore <laughs> I become that yeah it's okay because I got other prospects sure, you know sure. so I kind of play with the 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 to be students um, and, but I'm really enjoying it because getting to tell the story about to the people who could be our students is um, it's, it's it's time-consuming. There's a lot of them. And so I, I'm really enjoying it. But a couple of events that we have coming up – sorry for kicking you. That's all right. A couple of events that we have coming up um, that may be of interest to our current students and ideally also to our prospective students, uh, we uh, were awarded the grant again for this year for um, for the diver- diversity uh, focusing on the family and consumer science degree on our campus, consumer economics with the emphasis in financial planning. Uh, say that five times. Yeah, exactly. Say that twice. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Um, But really excited about that and really generating some energy uh, with some individuals um, in the field of consumer economics, of um, counseling even those individuals that that counsel um, individuals are finding interest in in what we're doing on our campus because they have a desire to help people improve their economic situation. So we're finding a lot of people are interested in our financial planning degree, and so I'm really excited about being able to do this symposium again. So if you're you're a person that advises  – or mentors or teaches, or in any way has influence on some individuals who may um, benefit from knowing more about careers and financial planning, reach out to us, um, because I'd love to be able to hook you up with some opportunities that we have coming on campus real soon, as a matter of fact. Um, We're also realizing... Am I talking too much? No, you're doing good. (laughs) right, (laughs) keep going. Just give me a sign if I need to stop talking.
1: I'll kick you back.
2: (laughs) Yes, I I I just kicked my balls uh, (laughs) accidentally. Um, We're going to have an event in December, but we're working on it now to get the word out. We're calling it the UGA – hold on – Future UGA – uh, Griff dogs, yes, yeah, thank yeah, you. you. I kind of want to
1: look and make really sure. Well,
2: yeah, the future UGA Griff dogs. And uh, the idea with this uh, event that will be in early December is primarily for high school students and their parents because we're finding a lot of questions that need to be addressed with that population because it's not an easy way to go from high school to the UGA Griffin campus. Right. right. There, there's, you know, you got to take a little twist and turns to get here. And so we want to help educate um, parents and students about the process and specifically about the degrees that we have to offer. Um, and, and so we're finding more and more interest from that population. And So we're going to take this opportunity with the future UGA Griff dog night uh, <laughs> to really talk about our, our our degrees and talk about the pathway to getting here. And so I, that's probably a, a good time for me to just remind everybody we are a transfer campus. We do have a large number of graduate degrees. Those are a little easier to, to discuss. Sure, they're, sure. they're individual, but when we're talking about our undergrad degrees, we do not do any um, freshman or sophomore level courses no core courses are offered on, on our campus so the requirement is for a prospective student to have completed 60 transferable semester <laughs> hours <laughs> that will come into the university of georgia and with those hours there's a, a required gpa of 2.8 um Our degrees, though, you're coming in as a junior, so there are prereqs. You know, depending on which one of the degrees you're looking at, whether it's microbiology or consumer economics, there are pre-required courses that need to be part of those 60 hours. So talking to us early is important. And probably the issue that we find talking with our high school students is reminding them that, yes, even if you meet all that criteria when you graduate high school, you must be out of high school for one full year before you can transfer to the University of Georgia Griffin campus. And so, you know, to, uh, expressing that care and sort of that purposefulness of, of what courses you're taking as a dual enrollment student is really important if your end goal is to be a student on our campus. Exactly. So that that's why we decided we wanted to have a night specifically for that population.
1: No, that's great. And the, the we are a completion campus, but if they, and I think the key, and you said this, if they talk to you early enough, you can help them whether they go to a local college like Gordon or Mm -hmm. wherever they go. You can, if their ultimate goal is Griffin is university of Georgia Griffin, you, even if they're Southern Crescent, I mean, wherever it might be, you can help them keep them on track for almost a seamless or a seamless transition to us when they're a junior.
2: We get the most amazing compliments and I'm so happy when we get them. So I'm going to share because we we got some recently and and, and I hear them and it, and it makes me feel good about what we're doing. Um, People are amazed at how much time and effort we put into them when they're not even our students. Exactly. <laughs> that's a rare um, – that's rare. You know, I, I don't care rare. how what school you're going to. Um, you know, there are a lot of people applying to any given school at any given time, and people are just shocked to find out that, yeah, I haven't even started college yet, but you're willing to sit down with me and help me figure out where to go and what classes to take. That's what we do, and we spend a lot of time doing that. So we're, we're very intentional and very personalized uh, with individuals that may be 24 months from eligibility of transferring to us, but it is important that people reach out to us early because nobody wants to waste time. Nobody wants to waste money, and so our helping you to make sure that you take the correct courses and at the correct places, exactly. um, that's what we're here to do. Yeah.
3: Awesome. Awesome. Go ahead. If I could say, I think um, Melissa hit on something um, so key. I think it speaks to the entire campus as a whole. Do we need to?
1: We keep, keep okay. finish your finish your thought, and then yeah. we to go to, to the bottom of the hour break.
3: I just think it speaks to our our campus as a whole. Um, whether it's staff, whether it's faculty, people really care about our students. Absolutely. and they care. We're caring about you know one another, yeah. and the cam- campus community yeah. is something that I think is, is re- we're building upon.
1: I agree. And when we come back, we're going to take our bottom-of-the-hour break. When we come back, I want to talk about the partnership between student affairs and academic affairs because people may not understand that's a little rare, yeah. for our, and we do it that's on right. our campus and things like that. So, Tony, let's take our bottom-of-the-hour break. We'll be back in a moment with Griffin Campus News.
0: You're listening to the University of Georgia Griffin Campus News on AM 1450 WKEU in Griffin, Georgia, also heard on 102.3 FM as well as 88.9 FM The Rock. We're also streaming worldwide on the web at WKEUradio.com and available anywhere you go thanks to our free WKEU app available for all smartphone and tablet devices. Our Thursday morning program continues after this. Frank and Carolyn Harris of Round Oak Resources Tree Farms, We Build Forest, and Murray Company Realty, proud supporters of the University of Georgia Griffin Campus and proud to bring you this installment of the University of Georgia Griffin Campus News over WKEU AM 1450, 102.3 FM, and 88.9 FM, The Rock, Georgia Public Radio at its finest. The Harris's involvement with the students of today ensure for our community a brighter tomorrow. Time now to continue this morning's University of Georgia Griffin Campus News. Here is the host of this morning's program. He is the Assistant Provost and Campus Director, Dr. Lou Honeycutt.
1: Well, welcome back to the show, everybody. It is the Griffin <laughs> Campus News, and I am privileged to be here today with an uh, incredible student, also Student Affairs, or I always say Student Affairs because you're Student Affairs, <laughs> Crystal, <laughs> Student Advisory Council Representative I.K. Crystal, who is our Assistant Director of Student Affairs, and Melissa, who is our Assistant Director of Academic Affairs. So welcome back to the show, everyone. And when we left out a while ago, I said let's talk about the, the connection between Student Affairs and, and Um, academic affairs because there are i would say we are an exception to the rule in a lot of ways many times at small large medium-sized colleges universities whatever student affairs and academic affairs are kind of adversarial a little (laughs) bit because and and, uh, melissa alluded to it melissa gets them here Mm -hmm. because you're going to be the one to bring them in and then crystal keeps them here Mm -hmm. But we are small enough, and and early on, and y'all were going to work together good anyway, but I said, here's your charge. Let's let's be a group. Let's be a team. Let's make it work together because there are no, that's not my job. Descriptions at, right. at UGA Griffin. So let's just talk about the partnership and how it works, because anybody listening in education is going to be like, "Wait a minute, that can work."
3: Yeah, it it can, and I think we're um, we've done some some hard work, some long work, um, some coffee uh, work over coffee, and, <laughs> and, and <laughs> like, and so we've had uh, the uh, training and development from UGA Athens to come in and, and help us, you know, uh, build it and be be, be a better team. Uh, to your credit, you know, I must say, you know, I like to give honor where honor honors due. Um, I remember remember one of the initial conversations, um, the, the charge was, like you said, to combine student affairs and academic affairs, and there is research and data and <laughs> articles that talk
1: about the separation of these two. Oh, of people these two in Athens told me I was crazy. Oh, my They're goodness. they like, what? You're doing what?
3: You know, but to your to your credit, though, like, now research is, is absolutely showing, and you can see at any university, there it's titled either a partnership with uh, student affairs, with academic affairs, right. because... It's impossible, and it is crazy not to combine the two, at least the the efforts. And um, I think our first name, we've gone through name changes. I think it was student (laughs) one-stop, but now we are the Office of Academic and Student Affairs. Which I never
1: remember. I have to ask you all every time I think about it.
3: (laughs) Yeah, and and like I said at the beginning, it took a lot of work. Melissa and I, um, when she came, we said that, okay, for us to work effectively together, we need to understand what are our roles, right? Individually and then collectively. And so we came up with this: uh, yellow and blue makes green. So um, I can't remember which color student affairs is, but one My is one is, yeah. one is one is blue, one is yeah. one is yellow, and then what we do together is green. Gotcha. And, and I think it's uh, it's been uh, when I say challenging, it's been challenging because um, we had to figure out like we. I think we do a, a good job of okay, this is this is your role. This is your you know sure. Uh, but but we do I think also a good job of uh, figuring out, because yesterday I got some notices from Melissa for internships, you know, and so um, I think we've uh, finally come to a point where, you know, we're still trying to, you know, work it out, you know, as far as what the day-to-day communication, all that jazz looks like, but we have this theme, it's, it's called Get Them In, Keep Them In, and Getting Them there you go. and Melissa is, works amazingly hard and and an amazing uh, co-worker as far as supporting the students and then even supporting the staff and so just having good people and working with good people and Misty does a great job like I know sometimes um it's a (laughs) it's a challenge it's a balancing that's what I want to use balancing act because she has to you know figure out okay what's on the agenda for academic affairs today what's on the agenda for for student affairs today and but Isabel the student she just didn't know it. she just came in and we were all you know one big happy family so um so it has been um some really really hard work but I think we're seeing the fruit of it it you know uh, even when I uh, new student, at new student orientation um, Melissa uh, again does a really great job of, of getting them here and then that day she called it a turnover day like the, that's the day that you know she turns them over sure, to sure. and and not just you know Melissa and I but we have of course we work with the program coordinators as Melissa can can speak right. to and and other folks you know uh, on the campus who you know who support our students so while it has been uh, a lot of hard work it's been a lot of good work and I think we're seeing uh, a lot of good fruit with our students being successful sure and, and, and the, the number
1: one thing and that's what what. what we've all said from the start is we have a customer and it is the student. Mm -hmm. And and we've got to, we don't, I don't think any of us, I I say that I think 100%, make a decision on what's best for us versus what's best for the student. And so what people need to understand is there are distinct differences between academic affairs and student affairs. So y'all have to maintain those differences. Mm -hmm. But what we did was just say, hey, we're too small. And and your offices are right next to each other, right down the hall let's just combine and mm-hmm. and be that that one stop which is what we call it at first for the student um, access mm-hmm. uh retention everything that goes on and i do agree i think it's it's working very well how do you feel about it and also will you expand a little bit on cuz uh Crystal mentioned program coordinators, so there's mm-hmm. a it's where y'all have a very small office component. Mm-hmm. There's sure. I like think four four of y'all mm-hmm. plus a, a student worker, mm-hmm. um, a web. and then yeah, but we, we also have this expanded mm-hmm. kind of web that mm-hmm. that helps you out. So helps yeah, yeah,
2: um, I have an um, amazing group that I that I'm um, able to work with on the academic side, and they're also very much involved on the student affairs side because those program coordinators, yes, we are all hot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the studio's a little warm in a this good morning. way.
2: <laughs> we. <laughs> Wake up, everybody! Uh, the um, The program coordinators are the I always refer to them as the gatekeepers for their colleges and for their programs. Um, and so when I when I'm working with a prospective student, the I very early will pull a program coordinator into the conversation. And so while I'm sort of in this situation where when once the students here and we have new student orientation i am passing them off to crystal i really am at that point to student affairs um the program coordinators don't get to get out of the yeah, loop they're still they're with those students from the time we start having the conversations about how do we get here and get here seamlessly all the way through the point of graduation right. and even beyond with those students so the program coordinators are a- amazing people and they're you talk about people who care about the students uh, yeah, um They... My goodness, those mm-hmm. students are like their children. Exactly, I agree. Uh, they they agree. really are, and they are protective of oh them <laughs> <God>. too. <laughs> <laughs> but they're they're really good at what they do, and I feel honored to be able to work with them. I don't remember what your other question was because it's hot
1: in here. Just <laughs> the yeah. web, just the web. That, and you've answered it. Yeah, I mean, the, the that, web you, of, of work. Whereas y'all have yeah. a small group, there is an expanded group that, that yeah. assists with everything.
2: I think to, just to sort of um, add on to, to what Crystal was saying earlier about the the um, the working together of student affairs and academic affairs on our campus I think we're very fortunate to be um, a a small campus as we are to be able to really make this work and it's really unfortunate that very uh, that as as an institution is larger and larger that disconnect is easy to happen because they are two very distinct roles right but the common denominator though is the students absolutely and So we're fortunate to be able to have that that closeness and the the small staff, and we need everybody to be, you know, able to to work on on both sides because of the number of people we have. But, you know, I think it really is bigger than student affairs and academic affairs, Um, regardless of what capacity you work in at, at any institution. The common denominator should be the students. Exactly. So in order for all of us to make sure that we're serving that customer as, as as well as they deserve to be treated, I think that being able to work together is super important. So we're very fortunate to be able to, to have the um, the ability to work as close as we are, despite the differences in, in what we have to get done. But there's still that common denominator. So there's sure. differences, but the student is still there.
1: Well, I love y'all's yellow, blue, and green um, description, because the cool thing about yellow, Zip blue, lock. and green is yellow and blue make green, yeah. right? And so you do have the distinctiveness, but you have that center um, green area, yeah. which again the whole shebang goes towards what's best for students. Absolutely. And I would say that students on our campus, and I and I've been on many campuses. I'm about to go to another one in North Carolina. And I hope I see the same thing. But I would say students on our campus are have a higher chance of succeeding than many, 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 many other places because there are a pile of people waiting to help. Mm-hmm. True or not true, I oh, okay. So I put true. you on the spot. Right? You, have, you have to agree with me. <laughs> right. We'll pay you later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll pay you back. <laughs> <laughs>
4: no, but it's, it's so true. Um, one thing I've always said. Um, that I love about the Griffin campus is the close relationship between the professors and the students and the advisors and the students. Mm-hmm. It's something I, I really appreciate about the Griffin campus. Um, and so it's not just about being a student who is dedicated or someone who is hardworking and wants to be successful, but the environment also encourages, encourages you to achieve that. And that's one thing I I appreciate absolutely about the Griffin campus. Um, I would always say that at every orientation, you know, we come together to talk to prospective students and um, we tell them, you know, take advantage of this, take advantage of the fact that your advisors are always there to talk to you and always there to help you and always there to give you advice when you need it. And so, you know, ask questions, don't, don't, don't shy away. From exactly. It, you know, um, <laughs> okay. the, 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 when I came to the United States, um, I, I came from an environment where it, it was really difficult to have that relationship with your professors. Okay. Um, and so coming here, it was a little strange <laughs> that your professors could say, Hey, come, let's go play soccer. Sure. Or, hey, do you have a problem? Come, <laughs> let's, let's talk about this, you know? Um, um, but it's, it's something I've come to get used to, and it's something I absolutely love about the campus.
1: That's awesome. Great testimonial. We need to tape that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> say, that's an amazing.
2: But it's better than what I say. I tell people the University of Georgia is not easy to get into. <laughs> <laughs> However, if you can get in, there's no reason to not be exactly, successful, yeah. but you said it so much more eloquently. Right, totally. yeah.
1: Well, and the cool thing, too, like, for example, um, I know you, I know your plans, I know mm-hmm. what you're doing. It, a lot of times, administrators are seen as the enemy of students, mm-hmm. and there's not a lot of communication and all. It, fortunately, I wear my hat, so students get to know who I am really <laughs> quick. But I've known you for probably ever since you've been here, yes. and really, your um, your personality shot. We connected pretty quickly <laughs> yeah. on that, but I'm really happy with the relationship I built with some students. Now, some I don't know. I'm not going to say I know them all, but if students have taken the effort to kind of get my attention or or get to know me I love interacting with students and it's just fun and that can never hurt because not that I'm anybody special but it never hurts to throw out assistant provost when you're talking to people you know it it can help and that's not why I do it I just enjoy visiting but that's another part of this kind of camaraderie of the campus, yes. if we had 10,000 students, it'd be a little tough to do that. Yes. No, I was, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, go ahead. No, I have a
3: story. It was um, Relay for Life. You made me think of a story. Okay. And uh, Himabindu. Uh, him yes. Um, yeah. I saw her across the field. And I was like, oh, hey. You know, she's one of our um, former graduate Absolutely. students We um, just actually was on, on campus back yes. for receiving an award. And I was like, oh, I was so excited to see her. She was like, have you seen Dr. Honeycutt I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> well, hello.
1: <laughs> well, hey, we all know where the priority has to be. <laughs> I, I <was> like, <laughs> when she like, oh, came over, <laughs> and said, with us and I mean, it was
3: great. Exactly. So yeah. I thought she was coming. You know, for, I guess to see me, but no. Well, yeah, we follow each completely. other on Instagram. Yeah. That may have that helped. No, it was great. It was great.
1: No, it was. Like. But that, but speaks. And that's what I. That's that's the part of my job I love the most. Yeah. Is we don't because we talk about getting here, get them, get them finished, get them mm-hmm. out, get them done. But we don't forget about them. Right. None of us Absolutely do not. when mm-hmm. they leave. And a lot. Of, and again, if we were. 10, 15 20,000 students, it would be a little tough to remember everybody. Mm-hmm. But the greatest thing for me is to be able to get to brag about our food science students that work at Star- – I think Starbucks has hired almost every <laughs> food science student who graduated, <laughs> yeah. and they're so happy with yeah. them. Yeah. So I when, think, I, right? when I see the Starbucks president or, or their vice presidents at the meeting in Atlanta every, every year for Center for Food Safety, they cannot say enough mm-hmm. about – and that's the incredible feedback I love. Then I get to go back to Athens or anywhere else I'm at and say – well, let me tell you, we just got three more people hired at Starbucks in mid-management. Oh, what, and it, not just Starbucks. You name a company, um, certainly it could be. But
4: I, I also wanted to add, um, there's something I love that's done on the Griffin campus, and that's the bricklaying ceremony. Oh, I think absolutely. It's absolutely wonderful! Um, at some point, I was joking. You know, I was talking with some friends and. We we made a joke about coming back years later with our family and then walking down to the woodroof pavilion and pointing down and saying, hey, look at my name is on the brick here because you know <laughs> exactly. I, was, I was a student here. Um, so it's something uh, uh, memorabilia, you know, something to always remember and say, oh, I was here at some point and this is where I studied and this is where I met wonderful people and this is where I built the relationships I have right now. And so that's one thing I would I would want to keep going. Sure. in campus. Oh, that's
1: um, awesome. That you- you bring that up. We, for those listening, probably everybody listening knows this, but the Naomi Woodruff Chapman Pavilion, which is now on our campus, was the Ag Pavilion at the '96 Olympics. Not really very far from where the bomb went off, so I mean, it's got a lot of history with it. But donors, as donors, have always supported our campus, brought it to our campus in the '90s. Um, it was erected in an incredible spot, and then underneath it, in inside of it, we have a lot of native marble and other things. But We have the bricks, and that's one of the things that I, when I first got here, I found so charming about what we do. There are donor bricks on one area, but then every graduate since 2006, which was our first, has a brick laid in a a band around the center part of the pavilion, and you're exactly right, I.K., they will be there. Until they disintegrate, and then we'll buy other ones. <laughs> I mean, they'll be there forever. Yes. And it is, and I have seen this personally. I give a lot of tours around campus, and I have seen grandparents with their their children and their grandchildren, and they're coming to the pavilion specifically to point out. And it's so cool to hear a little kid say, "Mommy, that's your name." <laughs> that's your name. It just that tugs yes. at your heartstrings. So it is unique. Yes. Other places do brick ceremonies or other things like mm-hmm. that, but I don't think there's one as special as hours. I'm going to tell you in a college in North Carolina, there might be (laughs) because the good news is my four years here has taught me a lot of great ideas to steal and take with me so we won't have a nail in Chapman Woodruff Pavilion but we may have something like a brick pathway or something because I think it's so incredible to bring alumni back and to show the connection to the campus exactly so I think that's great Um, okay so we've been bragging about the campus which is great which is a good thing to do Um, Melissa let's talk just a minute and we're gonna go to break here in just a little bit to our next break but for those who may not know just talk about what we offer at least the colleges that are present and what we offer at the campus so we can we are completion you have to be junior or graduate student but what do we offer at cam- on campus
2: yeah you know let's start with the, the graduate degrees we uh, we have graduate degrees offered through two of the University of Georgia's um, colleges um, and our graduate the, the majority of our graduate degrees are through the College of Education as a matter of fact the majority of the students on our campus are college right, of education right. um, that uh, we have two doctoral programs one in student affairs leadership and the other in workforce education
1: which someone sitting at this table may be a part of one of those <coughs> <laughs> she keeps telling me a completion day, but, you know. May uh-huh. 22nd.
2: And we, we have um, a number of master's degrees. The master's in the College of Education are through special education, uh, K through 12. Uh, you want to talk about employability. Oh, gosh. Those graduates are getting snatched up before they can even get a diploma in their hand. Uh, so we're, we're very fortunate to have graduate degrees in special education, including one MAT. So if you're an individual that already has a bachelor's degree and it's not in education, but you're interested in teaching special education, Special Ed. The MAT is a pathway for you. Um, We also have graduate degrees, a a master's, and a specialist in uh, mathematics education. And we have um, Dr. Robin Robin Overick does an an amazing job of promoting her her program to teachers who are interested and just want to know a little more. In fact, this um, Saturday, I believe she told me I think we have twenty two. Potential students for that camp That's for that awesome. program. I
1: attended that last year. Yeah, I, and I'm a. I do not like math. It's a great I, program. I told her I don't like math. I enjoyed that class. That yeah, class more than I've ever enjoyed it. Well,
2: and it's not necessarily for math people. Right. It's for individuals who who are teachers and want to become better math teachers. So it's not necessarily for people who go. Oh, I'm a math expert. It's Really not necessarily geared for those people. No, I agree. It's for the people who want to be really good math teachers for K through eight. Uh, But she has twenty-two teachers from around the state coming to um to watch her class this weekend and and get a free lunch. What a great and learn. Yeah, Yeah. and so we're we're really (laughs) fortunate to have that. So if you're if you're an educator interested in a master's or a specialist in mathematics ed K through eight, reach out to me because I think our next session like that will be in January. But it's you know with twenty-two coming this time. You might want to get on the list early Mm -hmm. uh, because it's filling up. But we also have a master's degree. uh, Degree. That was a weird way to say it. <laughs> <laughs> Through uh, the College of Agricultural and Environmental Science. That's our Masters of Plant Protection and Pest Management. Say that. Also known as the PM. Yeah. Uh, and it's a double dog. Um, it double dogs from one of our bachelor's degrees, Environmental Resource Science. I see Dr. Honeycutt looking at us. Watch. I'm going to get all these in, though. <laughs> Let's finish the
1: graduate part. Then we'll take our break. Then we'll come back. Okay. To all right.
2: That's that. the graduate part. <laughs>
1: so, I tell you what, Tony, why don't we take our last break for the day. We'll come back, talk about undergraduate degrees and then kind of finish up with everyone here on the Griffin Campus News.
0: Frank and Carolyn Harris of Round Oak Resources Tree Farms, We Build Forest, and Murray Company Realty, proud supporters of the University of Georgia Griffin Campus and proud to bring you this installment of the University of Georgia Griffin Campus News over WKEU AM 1450, 102.3 FM, and 88.9 FM, The Rock, Georgia Public Radio at its finest. The Harris's involvement with the students of today ensure for our community a brighter tomorrow and announcements from the University of Georgia Griffin campus. For the fourth consecutive year, the University of Georgia has been ranked in the top 20 among public universities by U.S. News & World Report. Criteria such as academic quality and graduation rates, as well as high degree completions, are factors in the ranking. The University of Georgia is one of only two universities in the Southeastern Conference to be listed among the nation's top 20 public universities. The UGA Research and Education Garden is hosting Scarecrows in the Garden on October 15th and October 31st. If you know a business or organization that would like to create a scarecrow to display in the garden, please contact the campus at 770-228-7243. The garden is open during daylight hours for a leisurely walk, lunch, or just a break during your day. For more information, visit the Facebook page at UGA Research and Education Garden Events. The garden is located at 129 West Ellis Road, just west of the UGA Griffin campus campus tours are scheduled throughout the years prospective students and their families are invited to learn more about what the University of Georgia Griffin campus has to offer for a complete list of dates and to register call 770-412-4400 The Campus Store, located on the first floor of the Flint Building at 1109 Experiment Street, is freshly stocked with officially licensed UGA apparel, souvenirs, and gifts. There's no time like the present to get your Bulldog shirts, hats, flags, mugs, banners, and more. The regular Campus Store hours are Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. And the Office of Continuing Education offers various programming throughout the year for the public. Be sure to check for future upcoming programs at the website www.griffin.uga.edu and click on Continuing Education. Time now to dot the I's and cross the T's on this week's University of Georgia Griffin campus news. For that, here is the host of the program, Dr. Lou Honeycutt.
1: Well, welcome back to the show. Again, we're here with the Griffin Campus News talking to Crystal, Melissa, and IK, who have been an incredible group uh, for one of my last shows, which we don't all like to talk about, but I have to mention every once in a while because people may wonder where I go here in a few weeks. But um, So welcome back, everybody. We were talking, Melissa, about graduate programs prior to the break. Let's talk about undergraduate real quick. Again, completion, undergraduate programs.
2: Real
1: quick? Well, you know,
2: not real quick. We uh, got we,
1: we got, got, got ten
2: a, minutes, right? It'll okay close to that. Yeah. <laughs> He's saying five. We, oh, we got five minutes.
1: Okay, so we, we like to, we'd like to get other people a little bit. All
2: right. Okay. But well, let's. Yeah, because it is. We've talked a little bit about the undergraduates and the the fact that we are a completion campus. So I won't go into all those details. But you can always reach out to us to get to get more information. But we are fortunate to have undergraduate degrees through five of UGA's colleges. And so I've already mentioned uh, the College of Education. We, We do have a bachelor's degree in special ed. I've mentioned the College of Ag. Agricultural and Environmental Sciences we actually have three um, bachelor's degrees. Um, I talked about the Environmental Resource Science which can double-dog into that master's degree for plant protection and pest management uh, but we also have uh, a degree in agribusiness and biological sciences so we're, we're, we're real lucky to have those agricultural degrees on our campus. The other three colleges that are represented that don't have graduate degrees on this campus but do have bachelor's degrees we have uh, a degree through the Terry College of Business, a general business degree, which is very popular. Absolutely. Um, it's probably the one we get the most inquiries on. Uh, we have the, um, who am I forgetting? Who Family, did I talk about? Family and Consumer Sciences. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. We uh, have the College of Family and Consumer Sciences with a Consumer Economics degree. And I find that when I can actually sit down and talk to people about what that degree really is, mm-hmm. people are very interested in it. The name doesn't tell people very much but because we have the optional emphasis on this campus and financial planning oh buddy when people start to realize what that degree can do they're very very interested in pursuing that one and i'm leaving somebody off franklin franklin (laughs) franklin Franklin College, oh, good for thank, you. In a while. thank you, thank <laughs> you. We have uh, three, three bachelor's degrees through uh, Franklin College of Arts and Sciences. Uh, the microbiology degree, which I think I've mentioned a couple of times today, is a very popular one, especially for our students who are wanting to go into professional schools, whether it's pre-med, pre-pharmacy, pre-veterinarian, um, very popular uh, degree. Um, and then we also have two interdisciplinary studies degrees it's the heat <laughs> yeah. it is hot in here it's I can't hot. talk <laughs> and I'm drinking coffee for some I am reason. too I don't know why yeah. I'm <laughs> coffee but those two interdisciplinary degrees uh, we have the uh, the emphasis or the concentration in psychology and we also have one in sociology and students that pursue those two, two degrees go into some amazing fields a lot of them go on or the majority go into graduate school but just some amazing opportunities with, with all of the degrees that we offer on this campus
1: absolutely thank you a, and the
2: deadline for spring. There, it's yeah. coming up. November the 15th is the deadline for spring.
1: And website where they can go to look at any of this information.
2: Uh griffin.uga.edu. And Just google us and you'll find number us.
1: Where they could give y'all a call.
2: That number is 770-412-4400. Did I get hey, it? I forgot. I'm glad you
1: remember that. I could not have prompted yeah. you. I forget. It's in my phone, so I don't, I don't exactly. know which one it is. Great. So, thank you very much. Okay. So, Crystal and IK, we've probably got about two minutes left. Let's kind of do some finish-up stuff. So we'll end up with IK, so we can say the best for last. <laughs> so let's start with. Not that you're not the best. Yeah. I, no. 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 I, and or you, I'm Melissa. Good but so, Crystal, kind of just a, a finish-up. What do you sure. want people to know about student affairs, Sack, whatever it might be?
3: Absolutely. Well, we. As always, we have phenomenal students. Um, Reach out to Melissa if you want to become one of our students, and we will do uh, a really great job of of keeping you there and helping you uh, with what your desires are, career, professional desires after you graduate. And I just wanted to commend IK. I know you're going to get to him, but, I mean, he is the epitome of the kind of student we have here. And um, we're we're a great campus with uh, great things on the horizon. Of course, we're going to have to say this. We're going to miss you, Dr. (laughs) Hunnicatt. But uh, we appreciate um, all of the the things that you've done for us because you really are, you have been very student- Focused and friendly, so I think that's voted well um, for our campus community, and and um, we, we we've. We've we've done well, so I think it's time for us to continue continue in that that vein, and we have great students to continue to work with. Absolutely. go dogs, and thank you for the opportunity to be here. uh,
1: Absolutely. I'm so glad you're here today, and I'll take your your phrase a little higher up. I think we have an incredible camp. I know you, too. But I I think it's still a little bit uh, under a bushel basket, a little bit Mm -hmm. the light is, but it has been shown quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And whoever comes in after me is just going to rush with it up skyward and win the true nature of everything that we do is known by everyone. Yeah. The, I you can't compare to mm-hmm. this campus. It's just incredible. So, I, okay, um, just to kind of finish up here. Yeah. You're ex- are you glad you came? Which I know we are. But, um, and just anything else you want to tell, if you want to say hi to your Because fo- remember, this can be podcast downloaded. Yes. And I think right now we're at 17 countries that have downloaded awesome. different shows, yes. mainly because of our students who have international uh, roots and parents yes. in other countries. Yes. But, and faculty, that's true. So <laughs> anyway, what, what, what might you want to say besides hi, Mom and Dad?
4: <laughs> well, um, I would say there are lots of resources on this campus, and everyone should um, try to take advantage of it. Um, I'm fortunate to be here. There are millions of people who wish to be um, um, where I am right now, and I know how fortunate I am, and I'm, I'm hoping to keep building on that and to inspire more people to keep trying and not give up. Um, one thing I always say is and I tell my siblings this, I have three younger siblings okay, okay. I'm the first child of you four you can say hi to them <laughs> <laughs> and I always tell them you know it's not about what someone else is doing it's about self-progress so you know always make progress for yourself um, so that you can look tomorrow and say oh I've moved from where I was before and so I would just want to encourage everyone take advantage of the resources you have around you as much as possible and have faith in the process, no matter how slow it is.
1: Well said. My gosh, that's, yeah. the only thing I'm going to add to that is to say, well, I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> <laughs> and good luck on the rest of your Thank Ph.D. You. program Thank and in, in the great life that's ahead of you. I have no <laughs> doubt. We, we're proud of all alumni, but I have no doubt we're going to hear about IK for many, many, many years to come Thank and the things so that you're that. doing. So with that said, it'll do it for today. Thank you all so much for being with us on the show today, the Griffin Campus News. We'll be back next week.